man, oh man, we still have stuff to talk about. Yeah. And And it's not sports. It's not the economy. It's just some fun events that we both were able to participate in. Well, that you worked at that I participated in over this past weekend. Uh, I, I, I worked and participated in, in the sense of working. Yes. But I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I was there almost a hundred percent of the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we want to start with the Valley Vineyards beer wine festival, I guess. Well, to kind of start a little prefacing that even. Yeah. Yeah. Tying into Northern Roman Lager Fest yeah. and all of the amazing local beer events that that are happening in the Cincinnati area, and why it is such an important thing to support these events and these these experiences that local breweries and wineries, vineyards are putting on. I'll go ahead and let you start with uh, the Valley Vineyard Wine and, and Beer Festival. Yeah, so th- I mean, this this festival's uh, been going on uh, for, I mean, gosh, I mean, so many years. I don't even have the exact number of years, but the winery's been established since 1970, and um, you know, when I when I talk to people, even still, I mean, the the cellar dweller as a brewery uh, made 10 years this past February. Congratulations! 10 years. That's a long time for a craft so, brewery. Um, or well, I guess it is. It, it is locally. Yeah, locally in, in Cincinnati. In the, in the new wave, yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the modern craft beer wave. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I mean, as we know from Bruce Sky's Happy Hour, craft beer in America has been going on since late sixties, early seventies, if not even pre that when it wasn't super well known. Right. But locally here in Cincinnati, a brewery that's stuck around for ten years. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, and we. So uh, we have this festival, and the festival has evolved. It used to be where people used to camp out, and, you know, I mean, things happen, um, you know, that, that doesn't happen anymore. It's a bad idea. But anyways, <laughs> we still do the Beer Wine Festival, so it's uh, uh, modern era, let's call it, uh, Friday night from 5 to 11, Saturday from 11 to 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the Naked Karate Girls, uh, which Hell is yeah. a local party band band yeah uh they were freaking awesome and then we had deviate also a local um cover band yeah yeah. um both freaking brought it i mean karate girls brought it um deviate though just i mean they slayed i mean i it was amazing the festivals evolved and things i mean it's it's five dollars apart but you're parking on the essentially property that they cut the grass so that you can park on the property I'm not facing the board, and it's when I glance... It's 6 That was a solo home run. So, what the... So, okay, okay. This is supposed to be about the local festivals. That's, yeah. That's fine. What the hell happened with the Reds? All of a sudden, they're good now? I'm I'm so confused. It's a two-run? It's a two-run home run. There we go. I Thank don't know. I thought Brian. it was a single. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, producer producer Brian and, and uh, Doug over here uh, corrected me. Thank you. Uh, so... <laughs> what's happening with the reds um and then we'll get back into valley vineyards and yeah yeah so the wine and beer really quick i mean first of all they're a very 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 young team right that's true and that's they true. have very 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 young talent that's trying to find out how to play together and then uh the veteran leadership is finally getting joey Votto um was out with 
some injury. Uh, so him coming back, actually his stats coming back are freaking ridiculous. Really? After injury, okay. yeah. Okay. So I, there's there's a lot there's a lot going on there. The young pitching is is honing in. Uh, the the players are learning how to play with each other, and their veteran talents getting healthy. Um, I have no idea what that means. Um, they were the worst record in baseball up until, I think, last week. I, I don't know if that means they're going to be in any way racing for you know a pennant or if that just means they're going to be 500 or if they're going to be sub 500 or they're going to be just over 500. But, but they're winning games currently, and that's Currently all that winning games, yeah. All right. Currently winning games. All right. So, and that's more fun than losing. It is. It is. So, Shout out to the Cincinnati sports ball teams that are doing the winnings and not the losings. That's right. But let's go back to, to Valley Vineyard. So, um, dweller, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, Firebucks Park, the festival and all this. But, yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to put on uh, a festival as big as this. I, the picture, like, I, I have, and, and I regret to say, I have not been up there yet. It's definitely on the list. Josh and I have talked about we need to make sure we get up there. That is a huge venue. Uh, it's, like it, it's a good s- amount of space. Like it's a lot bigger than what. It's a pretty big. Would, it's a pretty big outdoor space that yeah, the festival happens yeah. at. So everything has to happen right, right? Like the the weather has to be not raining and hopefully not, you know, um, like face of the sun hot, mm-hmm. uh, which it wasn't. So we got yeah, really lucky in that in that regard. I have thirty eight taps. So I have 18 taps on one side of, of the festival, and I have 20 taps on the other side of the festival. And this could be a dumb question, but is the wine on tap as well, or is that well, out it, of Well, two taps had, bottles. so one tap had mead, and the other tap had white sangria. Uh, the yeah. wine is poured, they have uh, wine bottles in, like, bus tubs okay. that have ice, and then okay. they, they pour that out. But the rest of the taps are beer. Yeah, well... No. Okay. No. I I'll, mean, I'll let you continue I to had, explain uh, the festival I so had, that next year people know what to sure. expect. You know, you, uh, things always change, but. Out of the 18 taps on one side of the building, I had 14 taps with offerings on them. Nice. And I had two of those were wine. So 12, I had 12 taps of seltzer. And, okay. and now most of the flavors were doubled up. So if there was, if I had a, a tangerine on one end, then I'd have two taps of sure. tangerine. Makes sense. To, Makes sense. To ease a to ease a pouring, right? People, yeah. that way you could station volunteers. You know, okay, this half you can pour off of these taps. This half you can pour off of these right. taps. Right. Makes sense. Makes so, sense. So yeah, if I had a tan, there was two tangerine, two black cherry, two. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, those products, all of those products are made on site at Valley Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brew team myself and the, and the rest of the team we make the the seltzer um we make the cider oh i had cider too, cider too. That's so awesome. i had four taps of cider okay and so uh we make the seltzer we make the cider uh i do not make the mead i do not make the um sangria because those are those are wine side things and then we had on the other side 20 taps of beer Nice. Uh, and again, we tried to duplicate. Yeah, duplicate okay. duplicates. Um, and then I also set up a jockey box. I set up two jockey boxes with the most popular two offerings set up at each jockey box. So those I had, you know, there were four different station, uh, four different taps essentially with those um, on them. And then uh, for ease of process, you go and you purchase tickets mm-hmm. and then you just give tickets at the booth that way you're not um, doing cash or credit card transactions 
holding up blinds, all that kind of stuff. There is more Red's phenomenalness. I don't even know if that's a word. I'm saying it's a word now. Se- is it still seven or is it? Seven to nothing now. Hell of a hit. So, um, Tyler Stevenson, a really fantastic catcher that we have, young catcher. Um, just went ahead and knocked a, uh, was a single for a, uh, a run to score in, so seven nothing. So, um, and then, like I said, I mean, so, and we have food trucks, and then we have vendors who are selling their wares, um, you know, food trucks from savory to, you know, sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dinner to dessert. Right, exactly. And everything in between. Dinner, dinner and dessert, yeah, and, nice. and, and those things in between, absolutely. Uh, to get, you know, festival snacks, you know, like your, um, I forget what the, the the f- fried, like it's not a streusel. What's it called? Funnel cake. Funnel cake. You How did you not funnel remember cakes. funnel cake? I don't know. I don't <laughs> eat funnel cakes. But you get you get all that stuff right. And you know. do you ever do elephant ears where it's like a funnel cake, but it's basically a pancake? It's not like the. They had those too. Nice. They had the elephant ears. I haven't had elephant ears in forever. Yep, I should have. I should have gone up there this week. Yeah, and I apologize that I didn't. They haven't. Uh, and then uh, there's of course the headline groups uh, that perform in the evenings to bring the house down and then we have uh, uh, music that's performed live music that's mm-hmm. performed leading up to those um, to those closing acts nice it was really fun it was really it was really busy uh, Friday night was a good turnout uh, Saturday during the day was a, a nice uh, healthy turnout but mm-hmm. Saturday evening once it got to the evening I mean it was like Bucking. shoulder to shoulder it was it was a lot of fun that's um, awesome I have no way to tell whether it was a financial success or not. I do know that the people showed up to make it a financial success. So uh, that I I do know. Uh, and we put in a lot of a lot of hard work leading up to the event, and we put a lot of hard work during the event. Not just I mean we didn't pour beer so much. Um, we did Saturday afternoon and evening because we set up the jockey boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was a lot of once once the initial run of what went was went through on Friday and what we had to do to overcome some challenges in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need, you know, we had a task list and we had to get that punch list uh, knocked out Saturday uh, before things got too, uh, too rowdy, too ruckus. And we did, and we did. So, um, you know, kudos to the whole brew team, uh, the whole brew staff, which is four people. Uh, it's And we're all that's, part-time. That's a lot. That's a lot to do for four people so mad props to all yeah. of you four people to everyone time. yeah like, yeah like putting in like one or two days a week to try and you know make everything come together and, and uh thank you julia uh, for that shout out to the team and yeah. and yeah myself uh shout out uh, to the team uh, we did we did a great job we got lucky with the weather and like i said i have no idea whether the financial success or not i do know that people were there to make it that way so i and it sounded like People had fun. People had a good time. There were that oh, many yeah. people there. Oh, yeah. You're having a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. I love to hear that. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely love to hear that. And you got to do some fun stuff. I did. On On the flip side, I did not do anything kind of work-related towards a beer festival this weekend, so I kind of feel like I'm, I was lazy <laughs> this weekend after hearing everything that, that you did. Uh, but on Friday, I went to a brand-new beer event in the Cincinnati area that happened this year. The Brew Your Own Adventure uh, Festival at Delhi Park in Delhi, my neck of the woods over on the west side, best side. 
They had six local breweries. They had Rebel Metal, Wiedemann, Urban Artifact, Fredboard, Warped Wing, who is technically Dayton, but they have a Mason Tap Room, so that works. March 1st. And there you go. Okay. They had a food truck. They had live music. What was really cool about the event was when you walked up to one of the brewery's tables, instead of just saying, oh, I'd like to try this, they had a list of the three different beer or seltzer products that they had brought. Okay. You rolled a dice. Ooh. And depending on the number on the dice, that's what you got. Now, everyone was pretty good about if you really didn't want, if you really just didn't want to do that, you could just say, I'd like to try this. But... I'll say almost everyone that that Josh and I were around at every brewery's table said, no, I want to do it the way that the events intended. And they were rolling the dice and trying whatever that number rolled on, there which is really a, cool. There used to be die here. That oh, would do really? That. Hey, Brian. Oh, we need producer Brian's input. Do you still have that, that die that you would roll if somebody didn't know what they wanted? Or did you get rid of it? Oh, I got lost. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a 36-sided die. Okay, That's so cool. but it was really uh, go ahead cool. and send like, funds, and we'll get Brian another one. Another, th- yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'll be part of our uh, of our support us fund because this is our home base. But it was really cool, and it was it wasn't a. I think they capped it. They didn't cap it. They had a certain number of pint glasses to give out to people that signed up early enough. But if you showed up you could pay cash for the event you uh every pour was eight ounces and you got Hell six yeah. tickets for 20 bucks so you got three beers for 20 bucks there was a food truck there was like i said live music it was really fun it wasn't the kind of event that you would spend all night at i think it went from 7 to 11 josh and i stayed for maybe an hour and a half two hours unlike Weather coming to bc's beautiful. bottle lodge montgomery on a tuesday where when we get here, we shut the place down. Yeah, yeah. We don't leave until Brian starts turning everything off and is giving us kind of the side eye, like, you guys are packing up, right? So, but it was still, I mean, it was fun. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was really cool, and I hope that next year there are more breweries that, that participate. I know that as as you listen to our Point Five episode, there are so many events that happen in the beginning of, of June to where... There might not have been enough people to show up to some of these events. Most of the, the tables were run by a Delhi Township Administrator volunteer and then a representative from the brewery. So I got to talk to a couple people. No one that I knew was there from any of the, the breweries, which is fine because we had a, a nice shorter beer event evening, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Like I That's said, good. it was it was a great event to where you go right after work or after dinner. You stay for an hour or two enjoy you know the picnic tables the shade the beautiful lawn that they had it all set up on have a total of three pints of beer that you may or may not pick at random depending on if you wanted to play by the event's rules or if you just wanted to decide what you wanted to drink uh and then on saturday josh and i went down to missing link fist fist jesus christ let's (laughs) fix that one all right here you guys went fisting Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus. I, okay, let's take okay. a pause. So I can blow my nose. Uh, so then on Saturday, uh, Josh and I went down to Northside to the... <laughs> <laughs> to the Missing Link Festival. Okay. 
a very different thing than what may or may not have been said prior to some editing of this particular bonus episode. It was a ridiculous amount of fun. Weather on Saturday was also absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, we stopped at Higher Gravity Northside before going to uh, to start at Humble Monk to pregame. So we had each had a very delicious non-missing link beer there. Then we headed down uh, to participate in the brewery tour that was being put on by apparently huge fans of the show. Ah, yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But we're huge fans of their show. Brett Coleman Baker from Urban Artifact and Mike Morgan, uh, world-renowned author, lawyer, yes. and University of Cincinnati higher educator, also the host of the Bruce Guys Happy Hour podcast. Uh, Sasquatch was heavily involved in the tour and the festival, mostly because Missing Link is a yeast strain that should not exist, that should not be able to be used to make beer. And Sasquatch should not exist, but maybe we just haven't found the right fermenter that Sasquatch is hiding in yet. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, we have um, evidence that uh, dinosaurs had feathers, and yet mm-hmm. there's no actual hard evidence that this Sasquatch character actually exists. Correct. Um, and yet, there's no way that it can't. Right, right, absolutely. Right. There were, I believe... Almost 12 different local breweries that made a beer this year for Missing Link Fest with the Missing Link yeast that anyone, home brewers and breweries across the nation alike, can get from Omega out in Chicago. Part of the tour was getting six tasters of the beer. They had half of the beers available at Humble Monk Brewing, half of the beers available on tap at Urban Artifact. It was so much fun. The beers were absolutely amazing. Some were were funky. Some were kind of that farmhouse, uh, kind of Brett-y style that you would attribute to the type of yeast that Missing Link is. Some were really light and fruity. it It was amazing. It was really cool to see behind the scenes of Humble Monk, uh, Mike from Humble Monk, the Humble Monk himself, as uh, he was referred to as, talk about how he had built every piece of their brewing equipment the valves the tanks the fermenters absolutely everything or or as close to everything as as they needed some of the i'm sure some of the valves pipes whatever they were able to purchase but a lot of that is homemade then we went across the street and got to see a little bit of the urban artifact warehouse where they have so much space to store so much amazing beer and then we got to go into urban artifact to hear sasquatch talk about what urban's doing the kind of the history behind missing link how they found it and then we drank more beers and more beers and more beers we got to hang out with joe and caroline caroline from craft parenting podcast who were down there we got to hang out with jason from higher gravity and his wife and adam who is one of your co-workers at higher gravity yes we ran into a fan of Truth Beer Pod during the tour uh, as we were kind of wrapping up the Urban Artifacts section. Amazing guy named Joe. Didn't know his name was Joe at the time, but he came up and he was like, your voice sounds familiar. Are you on Truth Beer Pod? And I'm like, I am. He goes, oh, yeah, I listened to your show. <laughs> and it turns out that he's friends with Caroline. I'm sorry, Caroline. Caroline. And... 
Caroline went to high school with my Josh's sister. So it was one of those really weird, Wow. again, the, that kind of less than six degrees of Kevin Bacon where it comes right. to the Cincinnati craft beer world and community. So we all got to hang out. We all, you know, talked with, with friends that we've seen. We got to see uh, Michael from Medina. We ran into him for a few brief moments while, while waiting for food. Uh, saw Josh from Fruit Blood Wines, who, Josh, we need to have you on the show at some point to talk yeah. about wine with us. Mm-hmm. It was an absolutely amazing event that was so incredibly well put together. I would have loved to have talked to Michael and Brett more about both Missing Link, their podcast, but they were both part of almost every single experience. There were a couple of, of paid events from the festival that you could participate in, like the brewery tour, um, a cheese and beer pairing. I think there was a dessert and beer pairing. And Mike Morgan and Brett Coleman Baker were part of every single one of those. So I would have loved to have gotten the chance to talk to them, even just for a few minutes about their podcast and everything that they're doing for craft beer. But they were too busy and I was not about to to waste any of their time for questions that I can probably hopefully maybe message them with to get answered but if you did not get a chance to go to Missing Link Fest this year it is 100% worth going to next year hopefully it'll be bigger and better and we will get more and more breweries local and even outside of Cincinnati and I I hear already what they're doing is because a lot of breweries are are looking to get on that they're looking to have I mean someplace else close I don't know if it's going to be a UDF or something like that where they can pour more beer there make the festival bigger exactly exactly get your five dollar gallon of gas and your uh your six ounce pour of missing link beer mm-hmm. all in one go it's a one-stop shop and a little ice it'll be cream. awesome little and a little bit of ice cream oh yeah scoop ice cream what was fun is one of the beers we got to taste was made by Birkus, who they never responded to brett and mike about like the initial email hey do you want to make a beer for this yeah sure we'd love to hey is your beer ready is your beer ready no response no response no response the day before the Missing Link Fest, so the menus, everything was already printed out on what was going to be available. Birkus went, our beer's ready. You want it? And they're like, well, fuck. Well, yeah, we want it, but you're not going to be on any of our menu boards. So that was kind of a surprise one, and that was, I think, one of my favorite. That and Fibonacci. Oh, really? Okay. The Birkus and, uh, and Fibonacci's were... Fibonacci makes great stuff. They really do. And uh, Bob Ballas said that they do still have some at the Fibonacci tap room. Don't know how long it'll last because, again, they, they, they're they just not able to make a ton of beer. We should do a pod from Fibonacci Let's one day. Let's do it. I would love that. Do we do oh. it out in the beer garden by the goats and the chickens? Yeah, in, in amongst the goats yeah. and the Among, chickens. In, let's do it on top of the goat house. Hey, Betty and Bob, can we sit on top of the goat house and record a podcast? Let us know. Yeah. But no, Missing Link Fest was, was absolutely amazing. Um, Humble Monk posted, I don't know if it's the same for Urban Artifact, but every Missing Link beer on tap at Humble Monk sold out on Saturday because you could just go and buy pints of it. So huge, huge, huge congratulations and accolades to every brewery that participated, to everyone that was involved in that festival for the very first Missing Link Fest. It was incredibly well run. There were, it was it was just amazing all around. Yeah, they it, had the perfect amount of, of vendors, of of musical artists, of 
just everything. Everything was great. That's awesome. Everything was great. That's awesome. I, I would love to, uh, in some way in the future, be a part of that. And um, if it's going to always happen on the same weekend as the Valley Vineyards Beer and Wine Festival. That could be tricky. Uh, it could be a little bit tricky. Eh, but, one year uh, here, one year there. Just, just you know. Yeah, yeah. You were at Valley Vineyards this year, so next year just say I'm sorry, but I'm committed to Missing Link. Could be. That could that be. Could be. So, <laughs> excellent, Julia. That yeah. sounds like a bunch of fun. And uh, I'm glad you got to experience that. Like I said, I, I have a little bit of FOMO. I but, uh, likewise for the Valley Vineyards Festival. It's, I, I wish that I would have made more of an effort to get up there. That's There's right. just so much going on oh, all yeah. at the same time. Absolutely. You, we like, could switch like we off next before. year. I'll go to Missing Link. You Sounds good. Valley Vineyard. Sounds good. You and Josh. Like we, said in yeah. our main, like we said in our main episode, you have to pick where where your money for your experiences go to. Yeah. And the more you support these local places, these local events, the more they can do it year after year after year. And the Reds are doing it again. Another home run. Hell to the Another yeah. two-run home run. They're up nine to nothing in the bottom of the third. I was just going to say, this isn't even anywhere near halfway over, and we are kicking ass from the Cincinnati sports ball side. Hell yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this little little bonus episode. Um, we wanted to try to show... Sho- sh- yes. Yeah. We wanted to showcase our experiences with local beer events because the main episode of our podcast, we really don't get the opportunity to do so. And because both of us had such a great weekend with them, we wanted to let you guys know. So don't miss out. Listen to our mini point five episodes. Find That's out right. what's coming up. Support local. And, and a lot of times uh, we will discuss some of the events that we think we're going to be able to make it to. Mm-hmm. And so see if we can experience some of those things. Right. Uh, and, and if you happen to see us at any of these events, stop by and say hi. Yeah. Let us know what you think about the show. Sure. If you have a complaint, don't tell us. Tell at Raging Hop on Twitter. Correct. Yeah, and don't uh, don't mention that uh, to us. No, no. We, we get our feelings hurt pretty easily. So so keep those online. It's easier to feel anonymous online. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> Julia, <laughs> awesome. And uh, you know what? This is pretty fun. Why don't we, why don't we cut this off, put this uh, equipment away, and uh, hang out and watch some Reds? Sounds good. Maybe get tacos. Yeah, maybe tacos. Let's get tacos. Let's get tacos. Bye, guys. We're getting tacos.